Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Of course, I'm Doc Holliday, and of course, he's Isaac Bruce. Isaac, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, Doc? I'm feeling grateful, man. Had a great uh, holiday, great Thanksgiving with the friends, family. Uh, Football was in the air. Uh, A lot of interesting things happened in the NFL since we last talked, man. But my day was awesome, man. How, how, How did your day go? All praises to the most high, man, just full of blessings, man, and just grace and love and, and protection. So I'm extremely happy, man. Just all praises to the father, man. And you know what? Got us a big game this weekend, bro. We got us another division game coming up against a team, man, that beat us, a team that we don't like, a team that we H-A-T-E. And this is the payback game, man. We got the San Francisco 49ers this Sunday, Isaac. Now, we know the last time we played them, man, they beat us 24-16, bro. That was in week six, man. We played like trash. But we got them again, man. Not only is it a, a division game, we got to win, but it's against those 49ers, man, those 40 winers, bro. We got to have this one, man. Well, definitely, yeah. Another division game, man. You know, we gave a little uh, admonition, a little forewarning the last time we played this team. Uh, I think they were our very first division game of the season. But, you know, we tried to, you know, just go out there and let people know how important these games are, especially against a division opponent who who you play twice a year, who knows what you like to do, who knows what you like to do on third and short, third and long your personnel packages, they they understand that because they see you so much. So, um, you know, it was a game in which, you know, we were called out by one of our leaders uh, after the game, Aaron Donald. He said, you know, he was there was a physicality that was missing from the Rams at that point. Um, you know, just the last couple of weeks, I think we have answered that call uh, of being physical, more physical on the defense, uh, more physical on the offensive line. And that question has been answered. So, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing how we approach this game and uh, just our level of physicality in playing the 49ers this Sunday. I'm with you on that because the last time we played them, the way we approached the game, we didn't approach it well at all, man. Came out with the lack of focus, and you talked about that physicality because the 49ers just pushed us around, man. It just made us look like little boys out there, and they really just dominated the ball game. When you look at how many plays they had, man, from – uh, the time of possession and everything, man. Last time we played them, man, they 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 ran 70 plays. We ran 57 plays. They had the rock for 37.55. We had it for 22.05. I mean, they just dominated the time of possession. They just dominated the plays, and they did whatever they wanted to do. Now, they really didn't run the ball that well. They had 37 carries for 122 yards, but that's what they want to do. They like to do the same thing that we do. 
like to run the rock so they can have some play action, man. But we came out, man, just just not ready to uh, not ready to roll, man. Got down fourteen to nothing, man, and uh, played a great second second half. But we just can't do that this week, and I, I can't really see us not being prepared to play because, as you said, the last time we played them, man, it was trash. But we've been playing well since then, uh, and they haven't been playing so well. So. Uh, if you're the Rams in their locker room, man, and you're going up against this 40, how do you approach this game differently than you did the first time you saw them? What you do is you consider the path of your feet. I mean, as a whole, as a unit, you know, we're seven and three right now. And the deeper into this season that we go, man, these games become much more important. Even against a team that that's probably not projecting to go into the postseason play, it's just that more important because – you know, they don't they may not have as much to play for as you do, but they do have something to play for. We we have a lot to play for considering this week being another division game with the division so tight as it is, man, we have to keep pace or we have to set the pace uh for for, for leadership in this division. So it's definitely a game that we have to come out. Uh, I'm sure we're watching the the, the 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 tape of that first game that we played and making the adjustments that we need to make. And, uh, you know, just hoping these guys come out, play well, play an attacking style in every, in every facet of the game, offensively, defensively, and with our special teams. And hopefully, once again, we come out and take, take care of business. And if we are watching that tape, man, what we're watching is Jimmy Garoppolo do work on us, man. He went 23 of 33, 268 yards, three touchdowns. We didn't pick him off. We didn't sack him, really didn't touch him too much, man. He was just able to do whatever he wanted to do. Uh, and, and they're watching that tape. They're watching George Kittle go off with seven catches, 409 yards and one touchdown. But watching that tape is a little different with this Sunday's game because Garoppolo, 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 uh, Probably out, man, with that ankle, man. So we're gonna have Nick Mullins. We got to deal with, and the Niners are one and three with Mullins as, as quarterback. So if Garoppolo's not playing with that ankle, man, this is a dude we want to see. But even talking about the last time we played them, since then, 49ers have lost three or four. We've won three or four. So their season is going the way it was going before they played us the last time, and ours is going the trajectory it was going before we saw them. So not having Garoppolo in there. Of course, that's a plus, man. But as you said, Isaac, we we, we just got to be ready to face everybody, man, because no Jimmy Garoppolo for them, no Michael Kaiser for us, man, because he hurt his knees. And and, and that's going to be a huge loss as well. Well, you, you talk about that wounded animal, man. The 49ers have been a, a team this year that has been decimated with injuries, man. It's on both sides of the football. And they just haven't been at full strength since, what, probably week one. You know, they may be getting some of their guys back. But at the same time, you know, you got you to look at this as uh, a team that when you jump on them, you just can't take your foot off the gas and make sure that you, you finish them. What, you know, one of the things I, I like about Coach Shanahan is his system. His system is based upon running the football. It's a system that, you know, you can plug and play at running back. And it's starting to look like you can plug and play at the quarterback position. So, you know, he can get these guys in, get them confident in his system. They can have some, some success. And hopefully we can quell and stifle that success to kind of really discourage them. And hopefully, you know, that's what we do defensively. So, but his entire system, man, I really like it, Doc. He can, he can coach guys up. He can put guys in position to be successful. And, uh, you know, that's something that we got to combat and make sure that we see none of that this coming Sunday. Now, if they have an advantage at all, man, which, you know, they don't have many, but if they do have an advantage, the advantage is the fact that they didn't play last week. They were off, so they've had an extra week to get ready for us and watch us, man. And we're coming on a short week because we played Monday night 
football and, you know, a great game against Tampa Bay, 27 to 24. So Niners didn't play. They were off. We're coming off a short week playing Monday night football and talking about how we played on Monday night. Now I, I made a post, man, say we looked like Super Bowl contenders. A lot of fans agree, but at least one fan is like, well, no, I don't really think we look like Super Bowl contenders now. We can't beat like Cowboys fans. And my point was this. Look, man, Super Bowl contenders, what they do, bro? They win where they don't play their best, right? They win ugly. It wasn't really an ugly game, but that wasn't our best game, and we still won the game against a team that's one of the top teams in the NFL and on the road, and we didn't play our best game. So if you're listening – the reason why I said Super Bowl contenders, man, because Super Bowl contenders win games when they're not playing A-plus and they still win them anyway on the road. But take, taking care of San Francisco, any advantage to that, man? I, I, I know it is because they were off. They can be rested and a little healthy, and we're coming off a short week. But I still expect us to play a lot better than we played the last time we saw these clowns. I thought you was going to say his name, Doc. I mean... I don't know his name. It, it wasn't even important enough for me to, to, to read his name, man. If I if I knew his name, I would have said it. I just saw the post. I was like, come hey, on, man. bro. Come on, man. In the future, we're going we're gonna to mention this post. We're going we're gonna to say your name and your home address, man. So yeah, yeah, man. make sure, you know, you get your, your ample airtime. But you know what? Um, just coming, coming back to this game, it's a big week. Is we have the opportunity to be playing in the conference of home at SoFi Stadium. Uh, it'll be the 49ers' first opportunity to play in this in this stadium. So we want to make sure that it's, it's one of those places that they don't like to come to. But, um, you know, just being more comfortable. They may have had a week off, but we're playing at home. We traveled and played them on the road last time. And uh, hopefully that bodes well for us. So these guys can get it up, man. I'm sure Coach McVay uh, was really, really uh, prepping this game uh, you know, last Monday, you know, showing the 49ers some stuff that they probably have to get prepared for. And then we come back and do the very opposite of it. So it, it's all the games within a game. And Coach McVay has been really, really good at doing that, man. All the eye candy that we show with the motioning and the movements and the different formations, the different uh, player groups that we that we have in the game, man. Those are to play to our advantage. And, uh, you know, we got some guys who are starting to catch the wind right now. Uh, the Cooper Cups of the world the Robert Woods of the world, these guys are really starting to catch the wind and started, starting to uh, be who we know they are. And that's why we, you know, solidified them with the contracts that we gave them. Catching the wind and they also catching the rock, man. And I, I expect Jerry Goff to throw the rock a lot better than he did in that first game because the first game he just wasn't very good at all, bro. Uh, it, 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 the fact that it matters, man. Uh, the fact is what it is. And when he doesn't play well, man, we don't really play well. Last game, we, we saw the 49ers, man. Jerry just... Like I said, he just looked like he looked like the he looked like the Jared under Jeff Fisher, man. He was just nineteen to thirty eight, one hundred and ninety eight yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, we kept him clean. He didn't get sacked, but he he looked rattled and rushed, man, and just looked like he wasn't in it. And at the same time, not only that, our running attack was pretty good. I mean, but we only ran the ball nineteen times. You know, last time we saw him. Uh, Daryl Henderson got 14 touches for 88 yards, but we only ran the ball 19 times. And we know that's a part of uh, the formula for our success. So I expect Jared to play better. I expect us to run the ball better this uh, this week, uh, which I hope we do. But we need Jared to do what he does, man. And we need him to play like he's played the last three weeks. He got, you know, he got played, outplayed by Jimmy. Jimmy not playing. So you got to play Nick Mullins. And uh, our defense still doing what they do. Uh, but, you know, I, we need Jared to play like he's played the last two or three weeks, man. 
Hey, Doc, we do. You know, we need every guy to step up. I mean, uh, let, let's be real. He's been playing well as of late. That is Jared Goff. But here, here it is. We're going to, for the last couple of weeks, we we started this show. And, 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 the, and the lion's share of this show has been uh, the topic of what we've been doing defensively. And I won't go away from that, Doc, because these guys have been balling. They've been playing with a level of physicality that has been noticed uh, throughout the entire league. Uh, these guys are getting after quarterbacks, and it's special. It's very special when you have a group of guys that can cre create pressure with only a four-man rush. When you can do that and cover on the back end, man, you you're a good defense. And, you know, we're dialing up the pressure at uh, opportune times and getting after the quarterback. So we're moving quarterbacks off their spot. We're making them get rid of the football when they, when uh, a little bit sooner than they want to when guys aren't open yet. And that bodes well for everybody. So um, if we're being led by any grouping right now, I say it's the defense, man. And we're going to keep that pressure and going to keep holding that defense up, man, led by the one Aaron Donald. And speaking of that defense, that you're right, man. Defense continuing, continuing. To straight ball, man. Right now, man, we're only giving up two, a little under 292 yards a game, total total yards a game. That's first in the league, man. But San Francisco is right there, bro. They give it up just under 316 yards a game. That's third in the league. But we're holding teams to a league leading four yards per play, which is extremely, extremely impressive, man. But we touched on a little bit, man. We can't underestimate and understate the fact that uh, Michael Kaiser, man, that's our leading tackle. Tackle. Yeah. We're gonna miss him. So now we need somebody. We need Troy Reader to step up. But just not having not having Michael Kaiser in there is gonna be a, a huge hole. But I can see Reader stepping in there and some of these other linebackers stepping up in there. And you've talked about Aaron Donald. Bro, we're seven and three, and we won these last two games against Seattle and against Tampa Bay. And A Donald has a zero 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 stat line. No tackles. For two straight games, no tackles mean no sacks. But he still has nine sacks. But when we look at that, somebody may say, you know, man, Aaron Donald hadn't done anything in two weeks. We're looking at it like, like excuse me, this dude's straight balling. He's been he's been being held a lot, but he's still being disruptive, man. And I heard some things that Aaron Donald is saying. He's saying he's talking to the referees, letting them know he's being held, but he's just not getting those calls, man. But he's still being disruptive despite this stat line that's zero 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 the last couple of games. Well, last time I checked, pressures are a stat line as well, man. So hey, he, he's he's pressuring the quarterback, and, and you know what? He's a superstar, so he should be getting some superstar attention. I mean, sometimes you have to remind these referees, uh, you know, just who players are, Doc, and we have to remind them that this is one of the premier players in all of the National Football League, and that is Aaron Donald. So. You know, if we can remind them, we'll remind them from this show. Uh, hopefully, Sean McVay is getting in the ear of these referees and just letting these guys know that, you know, our premier guy, man. I mean, it's one thing to double-team a guy, but when you're actually pulling and grabbing a guy, man, that, that, that breeds for frustration. And you can get a reaction out of people sometimes, man. So, you know, hopefully they're getting in the ear of these referees, man, and we're putting Aaron and Donald, Aaron Donald in a position to be successful, man. And, uh, Come on, O-Lyman, get your hands off him, man. I mean, you accept the challenge, move your feet, you know, use your hands only on the inside and let the jerseys go, man. Let's see who you are as a player.
I like that, man. Instead of hugging him all the time, let dude go, man. Which, are you in love with him or something? Because he is been hell, man. They grabbing his jersey. They grabbing around the face mask. They grabbing him around the neck. They grabbing his head. He getting all kinds of calls. Not only that, they doing that when they're in when they're in the midst of double and tripling teaming this dude and still holding him. I mean, I don't see how the referees are not seeing that. Now we might we're not making excuses, but the referees have to understand that. Look, man. They have to go into this game and just look like, hold on, Aaron Donald is the best football player in the NFL. This dude hadn't had any tackles the last two games. We got to watch him a little bit more closely, man, because just because you're dominant like that doesn't mean that people should get leeway on how they treat you and how they handle you. And it's pretty much seems like that's what they're doing with AD, man, since he's so dominant and he just crushes dudes, offensive linemen are getting more leeway to what they can do to him. Somebody else they probably would call holding in a, in a moment. But with AD, he's not getting the calls. But I like the fact that he's really not complaining too much because the Rams still been winning. But as the same, at, at, at the fact of the matter is, hell, bro, he want to be treated fairly, man. You know, it, it gets old. Doc. I mean, the hold, the holding, the grabbing. Uh, it, you know, it gets old. He's not gonna. He's not gonna. I don't think ever in his career he's gonna be a guy that's not double teamed. I mean, he's just that elite. So it, it gets old, kind of like that sweatshirt, that 31 that you're wearing on, wearing right now. It gets old, man. I mean, you <laughs> got to make sure that, that, that guys get your hands off the guy, man. And the referees, I've always said this about refs, man. If being invisible is good, make sure you do your job, man. If it's five, before receiver, it was always, listen, if, he, if it's five yards, he can't put his hands on me. If he's standing at six yards and puts his hands on me, it's a foul. Throw the flag. Do your job. That, do your job. So if they're grabbing, holding, pulling, if you're seeing the jersey come away from the pads, throw the flag, man. It's easy, man. You have two sets of eyes that are on that interior play from the back judge and the judge that's standing on the opposite side of the referee. There's there's two sets of eyes, four eyes right there. Throw your flag, Doc. I'm with you, man. Throw the flag like you're throwing that hate, man. You're right on that. But look, look, bro, this 31 sweats. Hey, man, this the only thing I – look, this – this the only I got two things left from when I played for the St. Louis Rams, man. I got this sweatshirt. I didn't have the pants because they put the damn 31 backwards on my pants. So, you know, they had to give me some more. But it's the only thing I got left in my training camp uh card, man, from a in, from a comb. That's all I got, bro. So you got dang right, you're gonna see this 31 sweatshirt every chance you get, man. You, you you're telling me you don't get your box every summer? Heck no, I don't get no box ever. Man, please, man. Man, look, the Rams probably had to check the history books and be like, did this, this, did this dude actually play? Come on, man. They're not sending me anything, man. They're not sending me anything at all. But, yeah, man, I love this 31 sweat, uh, sweat, uh, sweat top, man. I'm going to continue to wear it, man. So, hate on, bro. And referees, y'all going to stop the hate. Y'all going to have to stop hating on Aaron Donald. But the good thing about that, though, is that even though AD's been held and he's been held back like that, man, uh, that secondary is still balling, bro. Because yeah. last four games, man, we didn't pick we didn't picked up six balls. Six balls. For the season, we have 10 picks, which is tied for six in the league. And we know a, a big reason for that is Jalen Ramsey, even though he only has one pick. But you got Darius Williams balling, man. We got Jordan Fuller back now. He's balling. We got other dudes in that that secondary that's secondary that's handling some things. So um I don't think Nick Mullins is gonna he's gonna beat us, man, by throwing the ball. I don't think he can he gonna beat us by using his legs. He's no Garoppolo. I mean, we should have we beat them with Garoppolo, and we definitely should beat them with Nick Mullins, man. I mean, we're better than this, man. So I ain't no way in the hell. I'm saying it right now, bro. 
we better not lose to a a, a, a backup quarterback against a team that we don't like, man, a, a division rival at home. And I like the fact that our DBs are playing well, man. I, I expect them to continue to play with them. Well, it's about it's about uh, game planning. It's about performance and execution. I mean, it's about being professional. Uh, once again, when you when you have to line up in front of a team that's on probably on a downward swing, don't you be the team that they start to get their rhythm back against, man. You just want to go out, make sure that. Uh, we play the style of football that the Rams have been playing. That's that's ball hawking in the back, like you're talking about, taking away the football, giving our offense another opportunity to put points on the board, and collectively just going out and being that unit uh, that's ascending. I mean, we're seven and three. We're at the very top of our division right now, where we want it to be. So that's one of the goals that's being checked off right now. So this is another yet another opportunity. Versus a division foe, a rival, north north versus south, to uh, really solidify one of those goals, in which is playing a home playoff game. And this is a part of that. And for real, and we, and we can't take a step back, man. Point blank, we can't stay, take a step back. We took a huge step forward these last couple of weeks, man. And, and, and these last two wins, we, we've gotten extremely, extremely uh, uh, important and impressive. Beating Seattle beating Tampa Bay, two teams that, you know, hell, you're going to be fighting within the NFC, man, trying to get to the Super Bowl. So we can't take a step back, and we re- we really got to beat San Francisco. We can't lose to them twice in one season. I just don't want to see that happening. But I know what they're going to try to do, though. You know, Jerry Goff, everybody try to get Jerry Goff to moving, but they like to get him to moving like out of the pocket with some pressure because if we run in the rock and he's doing his play action and, and we doing the misdirection and all that, he's, he's tough to deal with. And the way he just was driving us down the field uh, uh, and thoroughly outplaying Tom Brady on Monday night, man, I'm just extremely impressed. But we have to understand that the Niners, they do like to blitz. Hey, hey, uh, according to some stats, I saw that they, you know, they blitz 37% of the time. So that's seventh most in the, in the NFL. So they're going to try to come at you. We just need Jared uh, to be patient to be poised back there. We need that offensive line that plays so well. Your boy, your guy, no bloom, to continue to play well on Sunday because we know 49ers are going to try to bring some pressure in. We're looking at that defense, man. I mean, that defense is pretty good regardless of what we say about their offense. Well, well when, you, when you're playing a team that's heavy on the pressure, man, there, there, there are ways to quell that as well, Doc. I mean, with your, with your quick game, uh, uh, because when they're blitzing, they're pretty much one on one in the in the in the back half of the defense, and they miss a tackle on that. It's 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 extra point field goal after that. But you know, once we start to get that no huddle going, that's that's really what stopped us, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from really coming after Jared Goff, man. So so the schematic part of it with Coach McVay uh, changing up things with our quick game, going with the no huddle things right there that puts a defense in base defense and they can only, you know, set up and, and pretty much play a zone. And you can really start to manipulate what you want to do against these teams when you start to go no huddle. So we've done a great job of that. It was particularly on showcase uh, Monday night versus the Buccaneers. And if we start to get that going, hey, man, we're in control of the game. We, we make that defense do what we want, want them to do and line up where we want them to line up. That bodes for that bodes for success for us and what we like to do. And you're right, man. And, and it, you you made a great point. And, and a good thing, man, is that we have to be noticeable and recognize those hot routes because anytime a team likes to blitz like that, man, you're gonna have those hot routes. Routes. Uh, the last time we played it, man, I think Tyler Higby was our leading receiver, man. So uh, 
our, our tight ends are definitely going to be in play once again. And I would, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we, you know, hit some of our uh, running backs coming out of the backfield as well, because that's the best way you can do, man. A, a team that likes to attack, a team that likes to blitz, man, hit them with some hot routes, hit them with some quick, some, some, some curl routes, some quick stops, some quick outs, pop the, pop the, uh, pop the running backs in the flat sometimes or, or in, in some flood routes, make those linebackers, Look at them instead of trying to blitz and make those uh, defensive backs think twice, man. And you have to be dealing with cats like Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, like you said. And I, I uh, another thing, man, S- salute to Robert Woods, man. NFC Defensive Player of the Week because of how he played on Monday. So uh, just having those two dudes in there, man, cold game. Offensive player of the week, man. Offense, what I say? Defensive yeah. player. Man, he, was, he, yeah, he played that well, too, man. Defensive player of the week as well. But, yeah, Robert Woods, NFC Offensive Player of the Week, man. Thank you, man. I talk so fast sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, hey, we have the weapons to counter anything that they do, man. And when you look at it, even just looking at on paper, looking at the records, we the better team, man. It, 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 it wasn't no excuse for us to lose to them the last time. It won't be an excuse for us to lose to them this time. And I don't see that happening Sunday. Oh, no doubt, Doc. I mean, yeah, big big shout out to Robert Woods and, man, everything that he did uh, as far as getting that award, man. He truly played very well. So uh, it's, it's great to see your guys get, uh, you know, league awards like that, man. So, you know, Maybe there'll be another guy this week, man. We start to get those awards in the, in that room, uh, like, like and guys start to see him. You start to want one yourself. So, you know, um, hopefully we come out, play well, play as a group, play as a unit, and get this W, man. Got to have it. And speaking of W, man, we saw a couple of teams play on 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 uh, uh, yesterday, man. That that got some. Uh, uh, we got Ws against. Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. Now we beat both of them, man. But Washington looked good, man. And, you know, I know I'm bringing it up, uh, uh, Rams fans, because, man, our Memphis Tiger went nuts. Antonio Gibson, 20 carries, 115 yards, three touchdowns, and just the way they dominated Dallas, man. You know, and plus anytime Dallas loses, man, I just love it. I love that because Dallas fans be sick. They be sick. They just be totally, totally unhappy. So, I mean, I, I, I enjoy watching Dallas get beat down. I enjoy watching Antonio Gibson, our Memphis Tiger, do work, but – more than anything, I enjoyed the Dallas Cowboys watching the Dallas Cowboys get beat down, man. Hey, man, we're still the NFC East champs. You know, we beat yep. everything in that division, and uh, you know, it's on an upswing, man. It's the beauty of the NFL. It's the beauty of football. You know, you may start down, but once you start to figure it out, I mean, you know, you you see teams like the Giants. You see teams like like Washington on an upswing right now, and 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 just remind our listeners, Doc. You know, you're talking about organizations that didn't have an offseason. They didn't have the conventional uh, uh, preseason. I mean, so you have to take some of these games and, and, and mesh it that way. And then after that, you know, everything starts to come into place. You know, we just had we just finished Thanksgiving dinner. Stuff that you bought in from the house from the grocery store and it wasn't ready to cook. It wasn't ready to eat. But you had to put it all together. So now that's what you're starting to see with some of these units. These new head coaches within divisions and within teams, they're starting to put their imprint on these teams, and they're starting to gel. They're starting to gel at the right time for some of these guys. So, you know, when we talk about the NFC East, you know, you're going to have a team in there probably with a losing record in the playoffs and hosting a, a playoff game. So it seems strange, but at the same time, these guys start to gel. They start to believe within themselves, believe within the, in the system, starting to see themselves in their systems that they're playing in. And they start to play winning football, a different brand of football than what we saw at the beginning of the season. 
Man, the NFC East, their, their automatic bid to the playoffs should just be wiped out anyway, bro. It's just like you said, the Rams should get it, period, man. Even you said that after we beat the fourth team from the NFC East, man, and as, and as bad as that division is, man, they should even get an automatic spot in the playoffs this year, man. And if you're going to give it to anyone, I'm serious, man. You need to give it to the L.A. Rams, man. Don't nobody want to see no sorry-ass team in there with no sorry record uh, uh, in the playoffs, especially when one team has beat – every last one of y'all. And that's why I love talking about it because the Rams, we beat both of those, both of those teams, Washington. I'm not going to call them a clown team, but they got a clown owner. Cowboys. I ain't going to call them a clown team because they got some talent, man. They got a clown owner. So they shouldn't even be allowed in the playoffs, man. Not the NFC East. No, no one period. I'm sorry. I just, just, they, they should, man. Hey, it's the way it is. You know what? 2020 has been, uh, you know, what some people call an unconventional year. So, you know, you may get your wish, Doc, but at the same time, you keep it the same. You know, we have to have a representative from every division in the, in the postseason. And uh, somebody has to win it, although it looks – it was looking like complete garbage. I mean, the, 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 the level of play that we have been seeing from that division, I don't think anybody was happy, happy with it, including – you know, the owners of that division, man, just, just the way these guys were really playing lackluster football. But it's starting to gel. It's starting to come together. Guys can still see the light. You know, I think that one of the jobs of uh, head coaches, the leadership of these teams is to make sure that they have a vision for their players. I mean, and you go over that vision every day in the team meeting. I mean, I don't care if you're three and seven. I don't care if you're four and seven, like like the leader of that division is right now, but you have to always have that vision for that team so so they can cling to something. And right now, what you're seeing happening in Washington, man, you know, they're, they're turning this thing around, man. They have talent on defense, offensively, and uh, with, the, with the return of Alex Smith, man, a guy who can, you know, he's been called a, 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 a game manager, but, you know, he can make some plays, man. He can extend plays and he can push the ball down the field. I mean, these, one of those teams is going to be in the playoffs now. One of them is going to be there. It's going to host the home a home playoff game. That's the sad-ass part about it, man. And trust me, man, I don't care about the NFC East Rams fans, man. I just like the fact that I can clown the Dallas Cowboys because what they did, man, that was just embarrassing, man. I mean, and 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 to to cap it off, man. Then I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move on, and we're gonna wrap this thing up, man. For that, for Sweat to be able to bat the ball, man, and catch it and run the touchdown late in the game. Dog. <laughs> Oh man, and watch Jerry Jones' face, man. He looks sick, man. He looked like he had just a bit off a prune, bro. I was laughing so hard, man. Dallas, y'all, y'all just fans, y'all just. I'm, I, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, man. LaShawn Sands, man. Uh, my guy from Memphis, man. Michael Irvin's nephew, man. I know I be messing with you all the time about y'all team, but. <laughs> I'm just laughing, bro. I ain't got nothing else to say about it, man. I'm just, I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing, Isaac, man, because Cowboys fans, I know they hurting so bad, man. But we not hurting. We got a good game coming up on Sunday, man. And we already beat y'all, but hey, look, hey, hey, Doc, I tell you what, that was a very athletic play by Mr. Sweat. Man. It was. I mean, you look at that 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 Washington front four, man. Hey, Doc, they, they gonna be trouble, man. They gonna be trouble. You know? I know. I mean, they're gonna be trouble. I mean, all right. So let's let's look at this. Let's let's do a little uh, a prophetic, uh, you know, propo- proposal here. Say they win their home game, their home playoff game. That next game, we win our home playoff games. You know, considering both teams win the division, that could be the matchup. You know, you, that could be the matchup. So 
Hey, man. I mean, listen, you, this, is, this is the reason why you still play the games. You know, you may have one team ascending and one team descending, but you still have to play the game. I mean, hey, these Redskins got some talent, man. They, get, they got a leadership and the head coach that is a no-nonsense guy, and he's a gambler. They call him Riverboat Rump. I mean, he's a – I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Doc. I got just you. Saying. I mean, I, give me your take on that. No, I feel you. I'm with you, man. I want to see him. You know, I want to see him. And, you know, and let, let us go and apologize right now. He, he, <laughs> Isaac said the R word. We, he, You know, I mean, I almost said it's the Washington football team. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to get that. You know, the Washington football team. So, we, you know. Uh, but anyway, I want to see him, dog. I mean, because I, they don't scare me, man. They don't scare me at all because I, I see if we play the way we play, like we played these last several weeks, man. If we play that way, dog, you can't. You can't beat us because our defense is top-notch. Defense hasn't let up. Now, missing Michael Kaiser is going to hurt, but we still got superstar front defensive tackle, superstar third level of the defense, the DBs. So missing Micah is going to hurt us, but we still got ballers. We got him. We got Terrell Lewis is coming, man. He's coming. He's been coming along. So I hate we're going to miss him, but – you know, hey, I want to see him, man, because our defense has been consistent, and I think they're going to continue to be consistent, and I expect Aaron Donald to get rid of them zeros this Sunday and raise all kind of hell against the 49ers, man, and I expect us to run the ball, and I expect Jerry Goff. I, Jerry Goff, I expect you to play like you've played the last two weeks, man, and we talked about it. When we go tempo, what you call what, – what, 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 what term do you give it? Tempo? Race car. No race car. Tempo. Yeah, race car. When we go race car tempo, no huddle, man, we're, we're hard to beat, man. So I expect Sean McVay to do that again this Sunday, and I expect us to run the ball more than 19 times than we did the last time we played them. And even though we didn't play our best game, we just lost by eight points. So uh, I expect a totally different outcome this Sunday, bro. Anything else you want to add before we get up out of here, man? Uh, it, it'd be good, man. It'd be a good matchup, man. I mean, I, I love watching uh, these two coaches hook up and, and uh, battle against each other. I mean, I'm sure they're pretty friendly with each other. They probably coached on the same coaching staffs before. But, you know, when they lock horns and lock swords, man, uh, it's, it's always good to see, man. You're talking about two great offensive-minded coaches. So, I mean, I'm an offensive guy. I like seeing it. Um, it, it just it just remains to be seen which – which uh, which dynamic or what what would be flipped from you know that last meeting that we had that will help one of these teams this game? Let's get it this game. Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco 49ers, Sunday afternoon at SoFi Stadium. Huge NFC West division matchups. Huge NFC West revenge game for our Rams. So let's get this dub, man. But for right now, for Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce Doc Holiday. We out here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.